Welcome to the About 30 Podcast, where we'll be going over hot topics and coming up with mature solutions to everything from dating to taking care of your home. Whether you're about 30, about 40, or about 50, it's about time to elevate. Be sure to subscribe to the About 30 Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. Also, make sure you follow About 30 on Instagram and Facebook at About 30. That's B-O-U-T, another T-H-I-R-T-Y. I'm your host, Jay King. And I'm Nettie. And this is the About 30 Podcast. So, Jerry, what's new with you? Man, so much, man. I got so many moving pieces. Um, I don't even know where to start. Um, so the first thing, pressure, you know, it's getting kind of warm outside, so people are uh, wanting their houses clean, HOAs are getting on people. So, mm-hmm. um, oh man, actually, big news. So I got my first. Um, it's not a corporate contract, but it's an it's a, a housing community. Mm-hmm. Uh, their HOA uh, contacted me, and I was able to clean a couple of houses in the neighborhood. I've done four so far. Mm-hmm. Congrats! Appreciate that. So that's pretty big, and then. Um, I'm I'm looking to do some more corporate contracts just so that I can do or really commercial contracts so that I can have recurring income. Mhm. I'll probably still continue to do residential this summer cuz that's a seasonal thing, but the business is doing well. And then other than that, man, I've been I haven't watched TV in a month cuz I've been so like busy, I guess. Mm-hmm. So I have the YouTube channel, two of them, one for pressure washing, one for my motorcycle, motovlogging, mm-hmm. and um, still doing Get Money Monday. So I just been focused, man, just grinding. All right. Yeah, man. What's up with well, you, Nettie? Uh, me, I just had my first COVID birthday. Okay, then. Because, you know, I just missed it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I had the last party. Your birthday then, party last year was lit, by the way. Yeah, I feel like I had it. We went to the R and B party. Yeah, and that was the last. That was <laughs> the, the last, last shindig. Out, it was the last shindig. I was like, "Oh, this R and B party is so fun. We gonna go to them every month and blah blah blah." <laughs> right. Not nah, COVID shut all of that down. All um, that down. And I was like, COVID ain't gonna last a year, but here we are. Um, I was planning on spending my birthday alone, ordering food and just eating some good food. But my parents called us like, you want us to come down? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I don't want to put them at risk. But they kept asking and I was like, well, I do kind of miss, miss being them. around people. Because, yeah. you know, I, I live alone with a dog. We need so people. Like Ari Lennox. I, we need people. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I... um. They came up and we went to this restaurant called Agave in Atlanta. How was that? It was good. We kind of sat in the back, so mm-hmm. it wasn't too many people back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, my it was nice. It was nice. Uh, and what else we do? I think that's pretty much it. Have a little cake after. Have a piece of cake, uh, cupcakes after. Piece of cake is dope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, I want to say I missed my opportunity to get 
my free dozen of Krispy Kreme donuts. Oh no, for your birthday? Yeah, and I'm kind of sad about that. Um, I'm gonna see if I can still get it. <laughs> Have no fear, Nettie. My birthday is coming up, and I got you. Okay, I still got the coupon in the app, so I just want to see if I can still get them donuts. But I don't want to get them because you know I'm trying to watch my weight and all of that. Yeah. Does it have a expiration date on it? Nah, it don't. I think you gotta use they say you gotta use it in the month of your birthday. Mm. But mine is like at the end of the month and it's still showing up. So I'm gonna see might be I'm good. A, next weekend. Yeah, I might be and next weekend I'ma try to do it. Okay. See if they'll give me that dozen. Yeah. And if you I mean like I said, if you if it doesn't work out for you, my birthday's in two weeks, so you can have my dozen for real. True, I will take it because <laughs> I love Krispy Kreme. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, that's what's up, man. R.I.P. to the Krispy Kreme on um in Midtown, Pines. man, on Ponce. Yeah, that was a uh, that was sad tragic. news, man. That is my closest Krispy Kreme. I bet it smelled amazing, though. It smells amazing. It they got the drive through, and that's like the Krispy Kreme everybody always went to after they went somewhere. Mm-hmm. In the city, mm-hmm. uh, it's. I'm pretty sure they building it back now. Hopefully, we gonna see. All these folks in Atlanta for All Star Weekend. I'm over it, man. Oh, I'm so over it. They had like 511 shootings, and mm-hmm. why? Why would you do that? I mean, I feel like they knew it was coming. I feel like it's money motivated, definitely. For sure. Cause um like they was like oh the city is closed but in the background extending <laughs> that liquor hours oh they, I didn't know that yeah they extended some of the liquor hours like in Brookhaven and stuff so I'm like mm, you saying one thing but you doing another see here's here's my thoughts on that they, I think publicly they have to say that the city is closed but they know people are gonna come through. So it's like they might, we might as well capitalize on the people being here if they're going to show up anyway. The events are happening. Mm-hmm. People are going to come to the event. So go ahead and tax them on that liquor because you know the state is getting paid for that. True. The last article I saw it because, you know, it's like a, a new update probably every four or five hours about some All-Star Weekend mess. Yeah. The last one was a state trooper got dragged somewhere and i was like like a state trooper where was you dragging the state trooper like drag like in person or dragged by a car dragged by a person he got a head injury oh man um he's in the hospital i guess recovering but like yeah it's a lot going on man man um prayers out to, to the state trooper man when he gets better man tell that boy eat his wheaties no, <laughs> but who is? I want to know who's messing with state troopers, though. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could be some out of towners because you know a lot of people were in town. That doesn't that that don't sound like Atlanta behavior, right there. Right? No, not no state trooper. Yeah, you just you just know how you was not trying to mess with them going down I sixteen, the Georgia Southern. For real, you was not trying to get stopped by no state At trooper. All. <laughs> For real. Not that was no a, country town. Nah. 
And that's the thing too, like when you're on them country roads and you're driving for three, four hours, you you want to get there so it's easy to speed and then them troopers be right there on your ass. Mm-hmm. Nah, no thank you. Oh, I was going to say what else you seen in the news. Man, so I seen, um, I heard that we're getting a new STEMI. You feel me? Mm, um, Stimmy. It, it, it's not the two grand that Uncle Joe promised, uh, and everybody's not going to be able to get it. I think the income limits are what? Like, it, they start dwindling down after like 80000 or something like that? They dwindle down at 75000 and they stop at eighty. That was, you know, so what that means to the average person is that, you know, if you if you make over seventy five, you're not going to get the whole fourteen hundred because it's fourteen hundred now as opposed to the original two thousand and anything upwards of seventy five thousand that you make each year, it goes down from there. So, um, I mean, we're getting something and hopefully we do get something. But yeah, well, it's adjusted gross income. So okay. that helps a little. I believe it's adjusted gross income, but it helps a little because it's not like your gross salary. I believe it's your after taxes are out. You know, I wonder if you have to pay your taxes first before you get your STEMI because how would they know? Are nope. they using 2020 numbers? They're using whatever you got. So if you got 2019 and not 2020, they use 20. 19 if you got 2020 already in the already in you they using the 2020 numbers. Mm. So I don't have okay. So we we need to just hold off then. I'm I'm gonna wait to the stimmy if drop you, and file my taxes. Yeah, if your salary increase, I will hold off. Okay. That's good to know. <laughs> yeah, so I might be filing my taxes on April 15th. So contrary to my previous advice, y'all go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna wait to pay my taxes. <laughs> Cause you sure did say pay your taxes. I did, man. I was week. out here yelling, pay your taxes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know, I was do like, you? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what that stimmy gonna look like. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, too, I'm gonna be real. You know, I if I I'm really gonna do it on my own time, I'm not gonna let the stimulus dictate when I pay my taxes. Cause I mean, in the I mean the the fourteen hundred will be nice to have, but you know mm-hmm. if I got stuff that I need to get done, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Right. So what else did you see in the news, Nettie? Uh, well, daylight savings time. The Georgia House passed a bill to make daylight savings time permanent. So a little background on that, you know, um, daylight savings time is when the time jumps, was it forward? Yeah, yeah springs forward, forward mm-hmm. in March and we get extra hours of daylight and that's yeah. daylight savings time. Yeah. Standard time is when the time falls back mm-hmm. and it gets dark super early. Yeah. Um, the thing about that for Georgia, since they pass it in the Georgia House, is that it can't be enacted until federal law recognizes daylight standard time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are a couple of states that, sorry, sorry, daylight savings time. I think there are a couple of states that recognize standard time, but I think they're allowed to do do that. But I don't think you can recognize daylight savings time. 
So until Congress passes a law that says, hey, everybody's going to permanently be on daylight savings time, um, I don't think you can really... There won't be a change, basically. See, my thing is, it's kind of sounding like states have individual autonomy over whether they want to adopt standard time or daylight savings time. And I think that that's pretty dangerous because if I'm in if I'm in Georgia and then I go to Florida, but Georgia and um, Georgia institutes the, the standard time, but Florida's on daylight savings, it'll be an hour difference the next state over and we in the same time zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, it'll get confusing. Um, I think, well, you can't, well, right now, you can't make it, it's weird. I think you cannot be permanent daylight savings time. Mm. But you can be permanent standard time. And that's why Hawaii and Arizona have permanent standard time. Because Arizona, I think they said uh, they want standard time. So, Because um, of their climate? Yeah, because of the climate, because it gets so hot. See, I, see, I'm okay with that when it's when it's extreme examples and the outliers are small. You got two states, basically. You got, I mean, Hawaii's not a state, but a, a state and a territory. So there's only two places that you got to keep up with. But if every mm-hmm. state is voting willy-nilly and you got 25 over here and 26 on the other side, it's like, come on, man. Like, think about think about the businesses that, that work in between states like in my job I'm a financial advisor and I'm calling people all over the US and so I gotta look and see okay wait are they are they an hour behind me or two hours behind me what are we doing yeah well there there'll probably be applications on your phone and stuff to make that easier kind of like how it's easier like when you travel in another time zone your phone automatically updates Mm -hmm. it'll probably do that for another state too yeah so it'll you could probably like look in time zones on your phone and look in that time zone piece of your clock and mm-hmm. see, oh, it's there. Even though it's like an extra step, it'll be there. But I'm an advocate of a permanent daylight savings time because I need those extra hours of sunlight after work. Mm. See, I'm with that as long as it's federally mandated. I don't want states individually doing it, but I'm definitely for it if everybody's on the same page. Well, yeah, it definitely makes sense to have everybody on the same page um, in each time zone. Mm-hmm. But if they federally mandate a standard time, I know I would not like that. I would not like that at all. Just like when you get off work, it's already dark already. Mm. So for context, and, standard time is when is in the fall time, right? When, yes. when the hour rolls back and it's super dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not going to be good. It's it's not going to be nice for summers either because it would get darker earlier in the summertime too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm for standard time. Daylight savings time. Oh, oh, okay. I'm for daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for daylight savings time. And just keeping it one one place, I'm cool with that. And I just want everybody to do it. Now, listen, I want to switch gears real quick because I know we already did the What's New With You, but I just thought about this. My homegirl got me some Fenty Fat Water. You heard of that? Yeah. Hey, yo, I've never been I've never been into, like, the whole skincare, all of that, but that, yo, hey, get you some fat water, man. I, so, me, I am not, I'm, 
I am trying to use as little skincare products. I'm trying to like whittle down my skincare because I'm a I'm a product junkie for hair, mm. and I'll just buy it and try it. Mm-hmm. So like. I've heard good things about fat water. It's just not on my radar. Okay. Because I already got too much stuff I need to go through. (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, I I already got too many toners that I need to use up. So I'm like, I got to wait on that. Wait. What is a toner? What what does a toner do? Because I thought fat water was a moisturizer. Uh, I don't think it's a moisturizer because she has a she has a product that you use after like the lotion, the SPF. I think that's supposed to be the moisturizer. Oh damn! I might <laughs> I might have got the wrong shit. <laughs> but the fat water in my the way I've seen it used is I I really don't know. A toner can be moisturizing. Um, I I can't I can't answer that because <laughs> that's what I it made my face with, feel like it it. It was like a like a gel. You know how like um baby oil gel feels or like sanitizer gel, like that mm-hmm. thick consistency, but it kind of melts. And, and when you put it on your face, it just kind of like absorbs into your skin. It's not shiny or yeah, it, wet or it greasy. Sounds, it sounds serum-y, like a serum. What's a serum? But, oh, see, look. We, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We Educate get, me, man. I need, I need, to, I need to break this down because... Um, like, we got to get somebody on to talk about skincare, especially for men because it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a little bit. It's a bit. Yeah, because honestly, my skincare routine is, is super basic. Like, all I do really is wash my face. So, I'm going to be real. Sometimes I use soap. Sometimes I don't. And then I moisturize with um, coconut oil, and I don't do even do that sunscreen? often. Use sunscreen? No, I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't. I don't use sunscreen. So you use coconut oil, then you step right outside and start cooking your face. Well, th- don't say it like that because that's not necessarily <laughs> how it goes. <laughs> normally, normally when I use the coconut oil, it's at night, and so like mm. I wash my face with my soap, and then I'll moisturize it with the coconut oil and then in the morning I'll just hit it with some water and just kind of like you know cold water just kind of like wash my face off no soap and then do it like that that's how I've been doing it but I don't have the best skin because of it so I'm trying to improve my little routine and I'm open to suggestions you know apparently I need to get some SPF so you definitely need SPF I tell dudes all the time to wear sunscreen and they'd be like, I don't need no sunscreen. I'd be like, All right. Like the sun is not getting any weaker out here. And yeah. you just going out here with a naked face, um, and wondering like, Oh, I got these marks on my face and blah blah blah. Cause like you got the sun baking on your face every day and you're never protected. Mm. So my experience with uh sunscreens is that like it leaves like a film. Yes. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just not a fan of that. I, I, I need to, I need an SPF that doesn't leave that, that chalky film. But there are some sunscreens. There are a lot of chemical sunscreens that don't leave a film like that. And there are starting to be more physical sunscreens or mineral sunscreens that, um, you don't. You have to rub in a little bit any mineral sunscreen, but eventually the um, the cast dissipates. 
see that, and that's the reason why guys don't really get into their skincare because it's a lot. Especially if you if you a type of guy like me who doesn't really break out too often. I mean, my skin's not the greatest, but I'm not worrying about like zits popping up all the time. I'm not I'm not really concerned about a four step process with soaps and serums and moisturizer toners and SPFs and all that. Like, you know, I'm I'm I want to get into it now, but that's just our mindset in general. It's like wash your face, make sure it's clean and, and you're good. I would just say the main, if you would do at least minimum a cleanser and a moisturizer and a sunscreen. Mm. Now, are we doing sunscreen on a daily, whether we go outside or not? Or are we doing yes. it right before we go outside? You don't do it. You want it. This is, I know this is kind of sad, but you want the sunscreen. Basically, they say put the sunscreen on. It depends on the sunscreen. 15 to 30 minutes before you go outside. And then what about our arms? Like in the summertime, my hands, arms, legs be out. What about those areas? That's skin. Yeah. Um, I put sunscreen on those areas, but a lot of people won't take the time to do that. So um, I would just right now focus on your face. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, because definitely at the beach, if you're going to be in the sun for a long time, you need to put sunscreen on your body. But like your face mm-hmm. is definitely more sensitive than the rest of the the rest of your body. Now, are we talking about from a cosmetic standpoint, like blemishes, or are we talking about like protecting it from like skin cancer? Both. Oh. Okay. All right. I guess I need to invest in some uh some sunscreen, man. What's some good sunscreen that you would recommend to us dudes out here? Oh Jesus. I I'm still working on it. Uh for a physical I mean a chemical sunscreen I think the best is like Neutrogena Hydro Boost. It's probably SPF 50. Hey, I have uh, that. You have, it's blue? Yeah, but I bought it on, not on an accident, but I I think my mom told me, she was getting on me and she was like, you need to do sunscreen. I just went to the store and bought some Neutrogena. I didn't know what it was. I just picked one out and that was what it was. It's the high, I specifically say the Hydro Boost because it's um, easy to rub in. Okay. Uh, if you don't feel like rubbing in a lot. And then if you want, like, a physical or a mineral sunscreen, um, jury's still out on that. Okay. <laughs> what yeah, I use d- is, like, I use CVS Clear Zinc, and you have to rub that sunscreen in a bit. But mm. I use it because um, it's really cheap, mm-hmm. and I'm seeing a difference when I keep using it, so that's why I use that one. What kind of difference? So I'm seeing like my dark marks not be so dark. Oh, okay. All right. So I I might need to go in and do the sunscreen. Yeah, it could be the sunscreen or it could be the other products I'm using like consistently on my face, but definitely I'm not going to stop using the sunscreen. Okay. All right. So more little story. Get you some sunscreen. Protect your face. Please get you some sunscreen. Okay. I'm with it. (laughs) All right. So back to regularly scheduled program. I know I threw the the topics off, but um, so I guess we can go into the grown tip of the week. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, yeah. Talk to us, Nettie. What you got for the grown tip of the week, man? 
So for the grown tip of the week, I have um, spring home and auto maintenance. That would include changing your oil. I know a lot of us are working from home and not driving, but you still have to change your oil. There's a thing on, on the oil sticker. It says change at this many miles or this date, whichever comes first. Mm-hmm. So when the date come around, you need to change your oil. Yeah, I think I think you want to like every. You don't want to have your oil in your car for more than six months. I think, uh, but it, yeah. it could vary with the different oils. But six months is a good little rule of thumb. Ooh, I need to change my oil. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what I do, I guess some things I do for um, AC. Sorry, spring uh, home maintenance is I do an AC tune up every year. Definitely got to do that. Because in my prior home, my um, AC went out maybe two or three times, mm-hmm. and it's hot and extreme, and, like, you don't... I never want that to happen again. So, like, right before spring starts or during spring, I get someone to come out and check all the coils and oil everything up with my AC and check to make sure everything is okay so it could like you know run properly during the summer that's a good tip i got a tip too um it's not for ac but speaking of uh maintenance your water heater um you definitely want to if you own a house you definitely want to drain your water your hot water heater once a year cuz what mm. happens is you know it it that hot water sits in that metal container and it kind of rusts out and that rust kind of settles in the bottom and mm-hmm. over time, like that can go through your water and get, you know, get in your water. So you'll be washing yourself and drinking that contaminated water. So mm-hmm. there's like a little petcock at the bottom, like a spigot at the bottom of your water filter. Sometimes you might have to attach a garden hose to it. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's facing down already, but you just turn the water off, you drain it out, and then you let it refill again. It's super simple. It probably take you 10 minutes, but that's what you want to uh- do. I am writing that down. Drain hot water filter. Mm-hmm. Your hot water heater. Sorry, drain hot water heater. And if you don't know where it is, a lot of times it's, it's going. A lot of times it's on your first floor, either like in your garage or in some sort of a storage closet. Sometimes I've seen a hot water heater like in the on the top floor, like in an attic somewhere. But that's I that's not very common. I don't think. I I think a lot of them and are in the garage. Yeah, that's dangerous to have a hot water heater upstairs and it floods oh yeah it's bad i I went to i did go to one lady's house though when i was doing my pressure washing we were trying to turn on her spigots for for her um on the outside so i can hook up the water and her hot water heater was upstairs which Mm -hmm. i've never seen that before but i'm not like a a contractor or nothing so that could be common Mm -hmm. but i don't think it is i've seen most of them in the garage area yeah. Oh, another one is, you know, dealing with pests. Mm-hmm. In Georgia, we got to do termite prevention. Oh, yeah. So, I have to do that. Uh, we got to get our termite letter. So, that, like, having somebody come out and checking the, the termite bait things that they put around your house. Yep. And also, I need to do other pest prevention. I live around a place where wasps like to come burrow or create nests everywhere. Mm. So I get the bee man to come out 
And <laughs> he, I don't know, I don't really understand what he do, but he do something because I, I had wasps, I had crazy wasps around my house one time and he was like, he sprayed the outside of the house and did something else and he was like, all right, they should start popping up dead in, you know, two, three days. Two, three days I had tons of wasps dead mm-hmm. on the ground and I was like, oh my God, I need to do this like every year because like I'm afraid of wasps like they be getting in my house like i'll be walking in the door a wasp follow me in oh so yeah so i'm like oh I, I can't do that anymore so that's part of my uh <laughs> my spring uh home maintenance is calling the bee man yeah gotta do that because i mean <sighs> yeah wasp i got stung by wasps before in the on the chest and it was um i'm not gonna lie i was i was really afraid of wasps before that but after I got stung, I mean it hurt, but it wasn't that bad. I was like, all right, this is this is what it feel like. Okay, cool. But still, it it wasn't fun. So no, yeah, get your get your B man and come out and take care of those wasps for you if you're in a in a heavily wooded area. Mm-hmm. Um, also cleaning out those dryer vents too, right? Yeah. So how do you, I, to be honest, I've never really cleaned out my dryer vents. How do you propose that we do that? Do we get like a like a uh, leaf blower and blow it out, or you get a hanger and what, what do you do? I haven't done mine yet in this home, so this is what I'm about to do. I'm about to get on Groupon, <laughs> look for clean dryer vents, and mm-hmm. have somebody clean the dryer vents because mm-hmm. I know that could be dangerous. I could start fires, so um, clean the lint traps and the, everybody knows to, to clean the lint traps, but mm-hmm. also clean the dryer vents. So hopefully. I'm a, I'm gonna get to that as well. Also, I think we might have mentioned this before, but changing your AC filters, like there's different ones. I I know we did mention. I think it was last episode, but there's different filters. But you want to change them. It's either gonna be every thirty days or every ninety days. So if you buy the more expensive ones, it's gonna be likely that it's gonna be every ninety days. So every three months. But um, if you buy the cheap ones, you got to change them every month. But make sure you change them, especially with COVID going down. Going around, mm-hmm. it's about to be pollen season. Um, you know, a yeah. lot of allergens in the air, so you want to make sure you have your AC filters changed too. I got some AC filters I need to change right now. I mm-hmm. got the filters ready. Man, um, I bought a six pack. That shit was like a hundred and change. I, that shit hurt, but I had to uh, do it. But you good for the next six months? Sorry, yeah, uh, yeah, six months. Well, I have two in my. I have two filters in my house, so I'm good for the next like. nine months nine months Mm -hmm. okay um another tip is to keep track of all this home maintenance stuff is the toddy app okay Um, i've been hearing about that yeah i use that app to well one i use it to keep track of like how often i clean and when i need to clean again Mm -hmm. in certain areas and i use it to keep track of okay i need i changed my spoke detectors and it'll like be red. I guess the bar will be red when you need to change your smoke detectors again or mm-hmm. when you need to clean behind the fridge or... Oh, man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need to get behind the fridge, get behind the stove. I have to clean behind my piano. Uh, <laughs> okay, Flex. Go ahead, piano. <laughs> you have to, like... You know, you can put all that smoke detector, uh, mm-hmm. termite letter... To AC tune up all that stuff in there, and like you can keep track of your yearly task in there too. 
That's dope. I might actually do that because I'm an old school to-do list kind of guy. So I have pen and pad and I'm writing stuff down and checking it off. But I think the app will be a cool little one page, one place to go to. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what's up, man. So yeah, get y'all spring maintenance going on for the grown tip of the week. And now we're going to talk about dating and relationship moment. Um, just, mm-hmm. just letting y'all know. Um, relation the dating and relationship moment is not always about romantic relationships. Sometimes we're going to talk about other relationships like work relationships, parental relationships, friends, uh, friends and family relationships, and um, that's what I wanted to talk about today is relationships with your parents. Um, especially now that we have, you know, it's COVID. I'm seeing two different extremes when it comes to relationships with parents. I'm seeing the one extreme where we're brought closer to our parents because either we live with them or they live with us or, you know, we're in the same space. Or even if we're popping in as a caregiver or something like that. And then, you know, being closer with them, you start seeing more of how they act and how they are. And sometimes that doesn't always mix with how you act and are. And you can get annoyed with your parents, but just remembering, Mm -hmm. you know, these, these are our parents. They love us. We love them. You know, give them some grace. Figure out ways to kind of navigate those tough times and get through it because, you know, this COVID shit is real and we love our parents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the one extreme. And then the other extreme that I'm seeing is that, like, that isolation from your parents and the people you love because, you know, you might have a job or... Or, or habits where you're out exposed to more people and things and your parents might be a little older so you can't be around them. Mm-hmm. Or you might live in a different state and you can't see them as much. And so, again, just, you know, cherishing those moments and, and, and just refocusing and remembering that, you know, our parents and the people that we love are valuable to us. We want to make sure we're calling them, showing them some love. Even if they're getting on our nerves, man, we want to make sure we're taking care of our, our older folks because... You know, they're part of our cloth. We love them. So that's my uh, dating and relationship moment right there. Yeah, I think uh, we also need to realize that, like, parents aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess as we get older, like, my parents, I'm in a situation where my parents are far away. So during COVID, I'm definitely not seeing them as much as they used to, especially since they moved out of state. Mm-hmm. So, um, them, I guess me seeing the decisions my parents made over the years, uh, especially with some of the decisions with COVID and like, you kind of have to tell them like they kids, like, Hey, what are you doing right now? Like, why are you doing this? Like <laughs> right. when it's COVID, like, I like, are you staying safe? Do you have this? Do you have like, you know, like you kind of getting on them like a little kid and it's just like, right. Th- that these supposed to be my parents. They supposed to be telling me this. Like, mm-hmm. why am I telling them this? Mm-hmm. But and that not just for COVID, but that's for a lot of things. Like telling your parents, like, hey, you need to be looking at this, and they'd be like, oh, okay. Either because they forgot, or sometimes they really don't think about it. Like parents are not perfect, and like when you're young, you have your parents on the pedestal, like they're the ultimate idea of an adult. Yeah. And, like, when you grow up and you see all the mistakes they made and are making, it's just like, 
they're human. <laughs> yeah, you're human. It's a little weird to kind of realize that, like, mm, yeah. you're actually not making a great decision right now. This is just, this is not smart, but okay. So, um, and also you still, even though you want to like guide your parents, like they guided you, Mm -hmm. you have to let them live their own lives still too. Yo, that's a tough one right there, man. Cause I've personally been in that situation and it's kind of like, it kind of puts you. It kind of switches those roles where you you get a chance to step in your parents' shoes and see what they were going through when you were a teenager. Where it's like, mm-hmm. I love you, I have your best interest at heart, and based on what I'm seeing, I don't think this is the best move for you. But you still, mm-hmm. like you said, you still got to let them be a person because at the end of the day, they are your parents. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, man, it's tough, but it's life. I think it's. I think if we pay attention to those interactions, it's gonna teach us how to navigate when we have children, when they become, you know, young adults and teenagers, and we're faced with that type of thing. If we pay attention, the blueprint is right yeah. there. So yeah, you basically learn from their mistakes. Right. So it can only be a better situation from your children. Like you knew, even though you don't know everything to do when raising a child, you know. What didn't necessarily work for you or your friends? Mm-hmm. And you know a, how they was raised. That's true. I was about to say. I'm gonna say this too. I want to bring back up the therapy discussion because um, a lot of times we're not gonna know what to do in some of these situations. Like our parents might not have known what to do back in the day, and then we're coming back around, and maybe we don't know what to do. And I think it's important to have counsel, whether it be a therapist. Or just some sort of an outlet that is experienced in these areas to help guide us through these things. Mm-hmm. And I know um, I never thought that I would be in this spot, but I got an opportunity to have a group therapy session with my therapist and my mom in the same sitting mm-hmm. about specifically about like an interaction that we had and some of the things that we were going through. And you know, I'm fortunate enough to have a good relationship with my mom where we're kind of, we can communicate, we can talk through things as they happen and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But just having that third party there to kind of show us both what we're saying and what we're seeing and then kind of giving us different insights is huge. Like, I think that having that therapy session kind of helped our relationship a lot. And we've only had one so far, but I just mm-hmm. want to, you know, share that experience. Because like I said, man, we about 30 that's some elevation shit right there. That's not... Yeah. You know? Go, going to therapy you, with your parents is huge. Yeah. If it's you like, have the ability to do that. Yeah. And and I, I want to take the time to uh, recognize my mom and just how great she is in that regard. Because, you know, even though... my mom, Sometimes my mom get on my nerves, man. I love her to death. But she, <laughs> she be getting on my nerves, right? But... At the same time, it takes a lot for a person to have raised a child, that child be grown, and then be able to listen to that child when they're saying, "Hey, I I, I want to connect with you here. We're not we're missing line here. Hey, let's let's go talk to somebody or whatever, and and have the humility to be able to be like, you know what, I'm gonna listen to you, or mm-hmm. I respect what you're saying. Let me humor you at least, or you know, let me indulge in what you're saying." And that's huge because a lot of people don't have that. So as much as I love my mom, as much as she get on my nerves sometimes, she's she's amazing. So I want to mm-hmm. just give her some flowers right there and tell her, tell her. I'm going to tell her that too when we finish because I love her to death. 
Oh. Yeah, man. Yep. Give flowers. Yep, give her the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what I got, man. I think um I think it's important, man. I'm not and, and you know, not everybody's ready for confronting different things in relationships. And not everybody's ready for therapy, but I wanted to share that to give a real life example because I never had that experience in life of having access to a therapist and knowing what that looked like in real life. But it's mm-hmm. helpful, man. It's helpful. So if you have the opportunity yeah. to and you want to, go ahead and try it. Another therapy plug. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and do that, man. Because I'm telling you, therapy, Jerry, that that nigga trill, bro. Therapy, Jerry, built different. Built different. <laughs> <laughs> I'm built different. <laughs> That's a fact. Yo, if y'all can see me now, I got the do-rag on and everything, bro. I'm built different today, bro. Nah, but for real, yeah. Therapy is where it's at, man. Go get you some. So, what you gonna put us on to, Nettie? Um, what I have, other than the other thing we have, is uh, <laughs> WandaVision. Talk to us. So, the series finale of WandaVision came mm-hmm. out this past Friday. I'm gonna be honest. I, at first I was like, what is this? I can't get into this. But then it started, like, getting... A little better and mm-hmm. I started asking questions and I'm like oh okay this kind of straight um so I ended up liking it and it's actually probably going to force me to watch uh Captain Marvel mm. I had no interest in watching Captain Marvel I had no interest at all okay. um because I don't like how Captain Marvel came in at the end of Endgame and then yeah. Everybody was like, where you was at? She was like, I was out saving other planets and something like that. <laughs> like, Earth not an important planet. Right. Like, I was just, and I was like, Mm-mm, I don't like this lady. But <laughs> I was like, I don't want to see Captain Marvel because she just giving me uh, peak white woman vibes. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's going to force me to watch Captain Marvel. So yeah. I kind of, I, I have to admit, I like WandaVision. Yeah, WandaVision, man, it was a slow burn at first because I think, um, to your point, the first two episodes were kind of like, eh, like, what, what's happening? Mm-hmm. But I think it was that third episode where it turned up. It was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, you know, just every every episode, it was like little Easter eggs. That's the other thing, too. The Easter eggs and the, the notes and mentions from, like, um, the Age of Ultron or the X-Men series or just mm-hmm. different stuff like that where it's like yo we let me go back and revisit some of these other movies that I've seen because I've seen this character before or they referenced this before so mm-hmm. you know that's that's a pretty cool little um WandaVision is a cool show to kind of tie a lot of loose ends together because mm-hmm. even um Ant-Man the uh the Asian guy that was a detective in WandaVision mm-hmm he was in Ant Man. That little card trick that he did when he met um, what's the girl's name? It start with a G. Uh, dang! Now you made me forget. Damn, she got sucked into uh Westview, and then she got uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I forget her the name. The black lady. Yeah, the black lady. I didn't want to <laughs> say that, but the black lady, man. 
So, um, yeah, like when he did that car trick and he was introducing himself to her, he there's a moment in Ant Man where Ant Man did it and he was like, How'd you do that? And then and then fast forward to WandaVision, he did it. So it's like little uh... little shit like that. That's kinda cool. And I mean, of course, I learned that from social media. I didn't. I wasn't in the trenches looking at it like, "Oh shit, he did the car trick." <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> when you get on there, it's a lot of stuff. You know, when you get into it, there's a lot of Easter eggs. So, uh, shout mm-hmm. out to the folks that's really into that. That's picking up on that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, for me, on a music tip, um, the dude that sing. All right, let me let me let me preface this by saying this. There's a lot of hood ballads that are coming out of Atlanta that people are sleeping on. The content of the songs are not all that great, but the music composition and these melodies, crazy. I'll, exhibit A, Throat Baby is a fucking smash. Love the song. Mm. Love the composition. The, the content of the song and what he's saying is not all that great. But no. you hear, do you hear them piano keys in that in that song and how the melody that is, uh, uh, mm-hmm. I wanna <laughs> get <them> to you. <laughs> Yo, that's a and then Lil Donald got one too. Um, I think Lil it's Donald, Do you know Lil Donald? No, you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that. Oh, that's that. that song. You could do better. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you, it's a lot of it's a lot of little it's a lot of great music coming out of here. So I just say that to say, man, this artist from Atlanta, uh, his name is BRS Cash. He's got that smash hit throat, baby. He's got um, a couple more. His whole album is like that shit is a vibe. Um, Mm -hmm. It's like some exciting kind of like turned up kind of music. It's definitely low frequency. So if you throw it on, if you like. Fake partying, you know, you got a playlist, you clean the house or something, uh, mm-hmm. throw on BRS cash, because uh, it's a nice little vibe. I'll be on that bike wilding out to uh BRS cash album. Okay. Yeah, man. So now, I'll let me put you on, you want to talk about our trip to Bar Vegan. Oh, yes. In Atlanta. Right. In Atlanta, right before All-Star, man. We, um, man, me and Nettie Lucky, man, we uh we popped out to, to Bar Vegan to try out the hype. But we actually caught Bar Vegan on a very good day because we caught it right between the grand opening and the buzz for All-Star Weekend. So it was a random mm-hmm. night. We went. It was a handful of people in there. might have been like 12 people in there, something like that. Tables were spaced out pretty nicely. Uh, staff all had masks on. But the vibe in there is crazy good. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna steal all the shine. I'm gonna let Nettie tell her perspective, but I, I got a couple little little gems about Bar Vegan that I think y'all should try it out. Yeah, right now when going to a restaurant, the most important thing for me is like social distancing, safety. So like at minimum, the ma- the staff have to all have on masks and the tables have to be spaced mm-hmm. a good enough distance apart. But the tables were so like big and chunky. Mm-hmm. That they was they was spaced a real good space Bent apart. Away. Yeah, I think the the nearest people to us were like eight ten feet away from us. Yeah, and I think the the only thing I guess that would give me concern is if there weren't any tables available and I had to sit at the bar. Mm-hmm. The bar seating was a little close. It was, but uh, I guess from my perspective, social distancing it was cool if it, because it wasn't crowded. Right. And um, the food, 
Mm-hmm. I'm very surprised that uh Man, that shit was a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> like we I think we both went in hungry, right? Yep. So it definitely had to be good and it was really good. I don't know if it was actually I know it wasn't good because we were hungry. I think it was definitely legit good. Nah, it was it was legit like it was good. Like it was seasoned very well, but it wasn't over seasoned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause we got the Philly. It was the it was the Philly with the the tater tots, and we got mm-hmm. a couple drinks. It was it was cool, man. It was nice. That drink was real good. It was like lemon berry acai. I felt fancy. I'm not gonna lie. I was sipping through a metal straw. Hey, you couldn't tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was my first time out in in a minute too. So that was a that was a good little little vibe, man. Yeah. And then, man, speaking of the vibe. Um, we, we gonna, we have a little write up coming about, a you know, we gonna review Bar Vegan and let y'all know in depth what it's like, but, mm-hmm. um, from the music to the ambiance, to the lighting, to just the, the photo opportunities, Bar Vegan is a whole vibe. Like if you, yeah. when the world opens back up, I can see this being a popular spot that people go into on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, just kind of, you know, chilling and, and, and catching some drinks and the Philly is amazing. Yeah. It was it was definitely good. Now, um do do they have an extended menu or is it just the Philly because I I came for the Philly so I wasn't paying attention to anything else, but that menu uh, sheet on the table looked a little short. Yeah, I think it was just the Philly. Okay. Uh, and you could either get like regular tater tots or sweet potato tater sweet potato tater tots as the restaurant age like gets a little older mm-hmm. and they might start adding more things to the menu like mm-hmm. might start adding like cheesesteak variations to the menu kind of like they have all those uh slutty vegan burger variation uh-huh. burger variations so um but for what it was now it was pretty good yo it was it was it was good it was great had a great time so be on the lookout for the write-up that we do because we'll post that on the About 30 website. Probably give y'all a little snippet on the Instagram and Facebook and all that. So y'all stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. So for the for the small business, uh, Bob's Small Business Showcase, um, mm-hmm. I want to shout out Rocky the Realtor. That's... Um, you can follow her on Instagram at Rocky the Realtor, R-O-C-K-Y, the Realtor. She is amazing. Uh, she's the realtor that I use to purchase my my first home. But also, man, she's just super knowledgeable and she's super current with her. Um, she's doing some cool stuff with her social media right now where she's got mm-hmm. a link in her bio and it takes you to a web page and you can get you can get a mortgage calculator. You can find out how much your your um, house is worth. You can you can do a bunch of cool stuff all from her Instagram. And she's giving out free game. She's she's posting content that's fun to look at. So if you follow her, it's not going to be a bad follow. And she's you know putting you on some free game. So y'all check out Rocky the Realtor man. She's on her stuff. She's doing some good stuff in the Atlanta area. Okay, and just to remind everybody, it's at. Rocky underscore the underscore realty. Oh, <laughs> that part. <laughs> <laughs> that part. Thank you, Nettie. I wanted to um, shout out the McBride Sisters okay. Wine. They are, I guess, the 
largest black-owned wine company in the United States. Okay. Um, they have, I don't know if you've seen like Black Girl Magic Wines and McBride Sisters Wines. I've seen They're, Black Girl Magic, yeah. Yeah, they um they produce those wines. You know, they have like, I've seen like the Black Girl Magic Merlot and, mm-hmm. um you know, their various white wines from McBride Sisters. So I just want to shout, shout that out for supri- supporting a Black-owned wine company. Because um, you know we like our wines and we're getting more into our wines at about 30. Absolutely. Instead of, you know, all that hard brown that we... <laughs> 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 that we've been doing in the past. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely slowed down on the hard liquor. I might do it occasionally, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely yeah. on the wine vibes right now. Yeah, especially now you you at home, you like sipping on something nice and light. Mm-hmm. So like McBride Sisters is a good option. Mm-hmm. You can find them in Kroger, Target. I've seen them in Target. Um, Trader Joe's, Total Wine, apparently Walmart, and World Market. Oh, they doing it big. That's what's up, man. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to them, man. Yeah, go support a black-owned wine business. All right. So with that being said, man, just to summarize, um, do your spring maintenance. Mm-hmm. Love on your parents, whether you're close to them or not. Mm-hmm. Show some love to your black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Anything else you got, Nettie? Back up your iCloud. Oh, back up your iCloud now? You don't <laughs> lose your pictures and all that. Don't lose your pictures. Don't lose your panorama pictures. <laughs> Not your panorama. <laughs> Back it up, please. Back it up. Well, listen, man. With that being said, this has been another great episode. I appreciate you co-hosting with me, hosting with me, all that, Nettie. And we out. Bye. Mm-hmm.